All right, Judy, I got your front and center. I thank you very much. When you're ready, it's all yours. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, everybody, it's a new day, and in the southeast corner of the swamp, Marty and Rick are discussing with Laird what options they do have in this area. They agree that 120 feet in and around the spot where the Meknaw pottery was found is out of bounds for now. Marty says we will follow the rules. They can, however, work outside of this area, as Laird believes the Mi'kmaq did not build the stone road. In the Money Pit area, Perry and Scott are overseeing the drilling of a new six-inch hole called D1. It is five feet from hole D2 on lot 18 and near hole C1. They find what looks like pieces of more than one large beam. Terry thinks this could be the intersection of a tunnel, but is leaning toward it being a shaft. Hopefully, this build is original. Later on this rainy afternoon, on lot 18, Charles, Scott, and Billy are digging in the area of the Dunfield spoils, hoping to find more early dated artifacts, Gary and Jack arrive to do some metal detecting. As Billy digs, the beeper goes off and Gary picks up what he thinks is a chisel. They all agree it looks like the kind of chisel used for detail work, like putting symbols on stone. There are many rocks, both below and above ground, with markings on them on Oak Island. It's morning, and in the research center, the team is discussing the round stone projectile Gary and Rick found on lot 16 last week. Doug hands Ian the one found in the money pit area last year, and Ian decides he will take them to someone who is an expert in this field. In the area of the C1 cluster, the team is drilling a new six-inch hole called CD 4.5. At 75 feet down, they find more pieces of wooden beams, like the ones found yesterday in hole D1 and D2 before that. As Charles' metal detects, he finds a small piece of metal, and they bag it, and we'll take it to Kelly for testing. Are the beams and metal found in these holes related? Is there a tunnel or a shaft here? Is this the original money pit? So many questions. Later in the archeology span trailer, Kelly, Rick, and Marty test the metal found in hole CD 4.5 in the XRF machine. Along with iron and other metals, it proves to have gold on it. They will take it to Christophe Rousseau's lab for further testing. The following morning in the war room, the team is meeting with Dr. Robert Rayside, the expert in old guns. After analyzing the content of the two projectiles, 
The doctor believes they came from either the Azor or Canary Islands and are not original to Oak Island. This means they could be Portuguese, just as Terry DeVoe believes the Stone Road was built by the Portuguese. These projectiles that have not been in use since the early 1600s could help the team determine who built the Stone Road. Back digging in the Dunfield spoils, Billy, Jack, and Gary find an old cribbing spike along with hand-hewn pieces of dark wood from the bottom among the rocks. As they agree these must be tested, they wonder if this find is associated with tunnels or shafts. Later, in the war room, the team meets with Dr. Brousseau, who has the analysis of the metal found in hole CD 4.5. It is made up of iron and copper, and under the microscope, it clearly showed several pieces of gold. Along with the team, Dr. Brousseau agrees this mixture could be Tumbega, a metal mixture made by the Incas and Aztecs to strengthen their jewelry. Is this more evidence that the Portuguese brought stolen treasure to Oak Island? Did they build the stone road? Will the fellowship find multiple tunnels and chambers filled with Templar artifacts along with gold and silver in the C1 cluster area? How much longer can Oak Island keep its secrets? Stay tuned, acorns. And in the meantime, stay safe, please. Fantastic synopsis. Judy, as always, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you.